Okay, tonight I'm just throwing a couple things down. The Holy Ghost just dropped on me, and um, so uh, forgive me if it's a little disorganized. I'm kind of collecting my thoughts. I'm probably going to have to come back and re-record this episode, but I just wanted to kind of get it out there while it's kind of fresh in my um, in my mind here. So a couple quick things to lay down really quick. Um, just a reminder we are in the kingdom of God now, right? We are not in the same point in time when Jesus told, say, remember when he sent out the 10, or sorry, the 12, he sent out the 12, and then it's, it was in uh, Luke 10 um, and also in Matthew 10. Um, but he sent out the 12 first, and then after that he sent out the 70, and he told them to tell whoever they were going to minister to that the kingdom of heaven is nigh, Right? It is, it is near unto them, right? So to those people they were praying to, then the kingdom of heaven was near to them. But we are not in that moment in time, right? The kingdom of heaven is no longer near. It is The kingdom of heaven is now here, right? It's in us. And for those who kind of have like a moment of pause, think about this for a second. You are a son of God. Yes, right? In order to be a son of the king, you have to be what? A part of the kingdom, correct? So you are the kingdom of heaven. You are, if, if a king dies, it goes through each prince after him. And in, in order of succession, every prince, the next in line, is the next heir to the throne. Well, we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ, backed up in many, many scriptures. Joint heirs, not partial heirs, but joint heirs of everything Jesus has. And sons, adopted sons of the Most High God. So we are the kingdom of heaven. So that's the first thing I'm going to lay down. And next item here, pull up this. Go to 2 Corinthians 5. Uh, read the whole chapter, but specifically where... It's talking about in verse 17, he starts laying down these, the concept of our ministry right now, right? So we are in Christ, starting in verse 17, we are in Christ. This starts out saying, if any man be in Christ, well, we are in Christ. If you've accepted Christ in your heart, you are in Christ. The old things are done, they're dead, so stop thinking that way. In, in, um, in Romans 12, verse 2, he talks about renewing our minds to the truth. That's essentially teaching our minds, hey, the way you've been thinking before, like it says in Romans 6 and 8, that carnal mind, it's dead. That's death. It's the enemy of God. Stop thinking that way. So this is truth and this is life. Go look it up and speak it to your mind until you believe it. I am in Christ. This is verse 17. Not if any man be in Christ. I am in Christ. Christ has adopted me into his kingdom. I am a joint heir with Christ. So I am in Christ and therefore I am a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, everything is new. So Christ changed everything in me. And everything in me, verse 18, is of God. And he has reconciled me to him god the father has done this by jesus christ and now he has given to me the ministry of reconciliation now take a moment 
and say that yourself. Because if you're a believer and you believe that God's word is true, then you say this about yourself and you speak this and you find it and you seek it out in the word and know that it's true. To wit, meaning, this is the culmination of what we've been talking about. God, just for some background, God was in Christ when Christ was in the world. And he used Christ in order to reconcile the world unto himself. He didn't impute their trespasses. And now he has committed to us that same word of reconciliation. So that ministry of reconciliation now in verse 20 we are ambassadors for Christ as though God the Father beseeched you, the listener, by us, the believer, the Prince of God. So now we pray that you, in Christ's stead, I, standing in Christ's place, because that's how where Christ sent me to do, I pray that you be reconciled to God and take on this mantle of ministry the reconciliation of man. Now, that's a lot. Go back and read it out loud and read it as if he's talking about you. And read it to yourself and read it about yourself. And then we're going to go to the next, the next, um, the culmination of what the Holy Ghost dropped on me tonight. Go to Matthew 6, verse 9, reading through the prayer. The disciples asked how to pray. Jesus said, this is how we pray. After this manner, we pray. Our Father, Father, Dad, Abba, you're in heaven and you are holy. Your kingdom, verse 10, has come. Now, I'm going to read this as if I am in the kingdom of heaven. Because I believe God's word is true. So I am in the kingdom of heaven. In fact, I am the kingdom of heaven. Think about a royal family. Again, it is not a stretch for that prince, if he goes somewhere, to be a representative of that kingdom, right? So he is wherever he goes. He is the walking, talking representation of that kingdom. And if everyone in that kingdom was gone, and he was the only one left, he would be the kingdom, right? So, we are a part of the kingdom of God. We are royalty. So now, going back to the prayer. Matthew 6.10 Father God, your kingdom has come. You brought it to me through your son's sacrifice. And your will is done in the earth today because I do it. You've taught me your will. You said believers will lay hands on the sick. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. Now, I'm learning to do your will more and more and more, and I pray and I thank you, Lord, for the ability to do that. Bear fruit in me because you lead me constantly. Right? They are led by the Spirit or the sons of God, so God is leading me constantly through the Holy Ghost. Now, back to verse 10. Your will, Father, it is done in the earth today as it is done in heaven. Because I am a loyal and faithful son, so I do your will on the earth. You have given me, verse 11, you have already given me today my daily bread. And I thank you, Father, because you are faithful. There's never a day that you don't 
provide me your daily bread. You provided me with your Holy Spirit, and you said your Holy Spirit will teach me all things. So you have given me my daily bread today in your word. Thank you, Father. Right now, I forgive anyone who is indebted to me. Even, God, just for a little background, God brought to mind something that maybe was in my life was easy for me to hold against my wife. Like maybe she didn't do something that made me happy or maybe it was something that she said just to give kind of some context. Even just forgiving a little thing like that and then remembering a time when you brought something similar. I remembered a time, this is what Holy Spirit put on my heart, that I had to ask for forgiveness for something very similar to that. So remembering when I pray this, remembering those people that I've had to repent for, and then remembering those people, even more importantly, that I've held even the smallest things against and say, going back to verse 12, Father, you have forgiven me my debt through the blood of your son, Jesus, that I, that I am now adopted through. You have forgiven me, and so I forgive, and I'll name those people. So I forgive my wife. I forgive her to the extent that you forgave me, and I didn't deserve it. So now I know in verse 13, Father, that you're a holy Father, and you're a good Father, and you love me. So you never lead me into temptation. In fact, you sent me your Holy Spirit to keep me in all things, and lead me in all things constantly. So there is no leading me into temptation if I go towards temptation it is because of the lust of my flesh and I take this moment right now to kill the lust of the flesh and kill the desires of my flesh and follow you just as your son said pick up your cross daily I lay down my flesh just as your son said those that leave houses and lands and mothers and fathers even the closest dearest things to us if you would leave that for Christ you would in order to follow Christ you will never lose your reward. So I'm not, I'm not telling anybody they have to leave their families. I'm just saying even the most dearest things to you, if they, if they get between you and your relationship with God, count the cost. Pick up your cross and follow Him in love. So I'm a little rabbit trail. I'm following the Holy Spirit right now. I know I was speaking to somebody. So verse 13, going back. Father, I know... You do not lead me into temptation. I take this moment to speak life over my flesh and to speak life over my soul because I know my spirit is one with you and my spirit does not desire the things of the flesh. So I speak this life over my, I speak this refreshing just like Romans 12 too. And I fulfill your word right now, Lord. I obey your word right now, God. And I speak renewal over my flesh and my soul to only desire those things that the spirit knows father you have delivered me from evil you have given me a right spirit that the david prayed for you've given me a right spirit lord and my spirit is joined to you as it says in first corinthians chapter six i believe in you i'm joined to you father and so i am one spirit with you thank you father you've delivered me from evil Yours is the kingdom, and you have chosen to adopt me into the kingdom, and I praise you for that. And yours is the power, and you have chosen 
to manifest your power on this earth through your believers, through me, your son, your joint heir with Christ. And yours is the glory and you will have that glory on this earth in me and in the end of time and from now until forever. And I praise you, Lord, forever and ever. Amen. Be blessed.